Welcome to the Discover Your Ann podcast. This podcast will highlight unique opportunities and exciting topics about the College of Arts and Sciences at Mississippi State University. The College of Arts and Sciences is the largest college at MSU and we have majors in every subject area. Our students learn about the physical sciences, the social sciences, and the humanities, which we feel prepares our students for all types of careers and graduate programs. And it's what encourages our students to discover their and. Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of the Discover Your And podcast. I'm your host, Ava, and today we are speaking with senior theater and kinesiology major, Donovan Andrade, about MSU Theater and Blackfriars Drama Society's upcoming play, Pipeline. And I'm your host, Hannah. Donovan, we are very excited to have you on today's podcast, and we look forward to learning um, about more about yourself and about the production, Pipeline. So first, before we get started into talking about that, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do on campus. All right, uh, first of all, I wanna thank you all for allowing me to be on the podcast today. Uh, my name is Donovan Andrade. I'm a senior kinesiology and communications uh, major. Uh, a couple, I do a lot of things around campus, uh, mainly theater MSU, that's like my staple, that's my go-to for every uh, organization. Um, Within Theater MSU, I'm a part of Blackfriars Drama Society and also Lab Rats Improv Comedy Group. Um, across campus, I'm also a roadrunner, a man of excellence, uh, an alumni delegate, and that's it. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> no, that really is a lot. You're very involved on campus. Um, so what made you choose kinesiology and theater specifically? So I came to college with the idea of wanting to go into uh, the military and being a physical therapist. Um, so that's where the kinesiology came from. Um, and then I kind of wanted to just not fully give up on theater because I started theater in high school. Um, and so I looked into the communications department and I saw that we had a concentration in theater. And so about my second semester of freshman year, I added uh, theater as my second major. Um, and so it's two very different worlds. Um, we are making it as one. And it still to this day, I get called the, you know, Troy Bolton from High School Musical because of the sports and the theater life. That's so funny. That really does. That's a great analogy. Um, how do you feel like those two complement one another? I will say that they complement each other a lot more than some people would expect, mainly because for me coming in with my theater background um, and also with my kinesiology background, there are certain ways of walking and moving on stage that can kind of inhibit or take away from projecting or using your voice. So then I can bring the kinesiology part into theater to kind of show actors on stage, don't stand like that or kind of like lift your chest up or pull your chin out a little more because then you're able to actually project even more from your diaphragm. That's amazing. You explained those perfectly. That and it's things like that in the academic world that people don't realize the importance of, you know, pairing these things, completely different things together. So out of all of the theater productions that you've been a part of at MSU, what has been your favorite and why? So my most favorite production, um, actually we just recently did it, is Ann and Emmett. 
Um, and the reason why is because uh, from freshman year, I have been a part of Theater MSU and I've had many positions such as a carpenter, a run crew, actor, assistant stage manager, but my most favorite and most eye-opening experience was being a stage manager for the Anna and Image show. Um, it told a story of two very different worlds that play and that happened around the same time in history. But being a part of that production, I was able to flourish and also find a path in theater that I would really want to continue my higher education in um, and therefore also get my master's in stage management. Yeah, I um, had the opportunity to see Anna and Emma. It was very powerful. So you all did a wonderful job with that. Uh, but today we're talking about Pipeline. Um, so could you tell us what Pipeline is about? So Pipeline is basically about a teacher and a mother named Naya who loves her job as any teacher does. And she's very committed to them, to her students. But she's also very desperate in giving her only son, Omari, chances in his life that she or they normally would never have. Um, but things take a turn for the worse as an incident happens with Amari at his school, which is a private school in up, that's upstate. And that incident could possibly get him expelled and sent to prison. So she goes against a ton of internal turmoil inside herself, constantly trying to see what she can do to give her son Amari a better chance at life. So why did you choose this play? I chose this play because of its story. I'm a person uh, of action and of words. I tend to express and use my voice differently than others. Um, like during the summer, uh, when we had the Black Lives Matter movement, I was very vocal in that. But one way that I also realized is that I'm also, I can use my voice in theater. Um, theater is a dramatic art of communication, which in definition, communication is the impairing or exchanging of information by speaking, writing, or using some other medium. This is how I'm able to educate um, and also inevitably why I would want to be a teacher as well. Um, through theater, it's a medium that's unlike no other. Reason why is because you cannot receive the same messages from a simple conversation uh, compared to a live theatrical performance. Mm -hmm. And it's from my understanding that you're directing the play um, this semester. So how has that been? Truly uh, an experience, if I'm being honest, it's something that I never thought that I would ever get into. Um, and just having that opportunity uh, as a senior in college to find a play that I want to put on and be able to direct it, it's, it's been a challenge in all honesty. <laughs> That, that's so funny. My next question was going to be, what challenges have you faced? I'm sure with all of that responsibility and with you trying to manage what your vision is versus everything else, like how, what challenges have you faced? I'll say the challenge that I really had to face was making the final decisions on every aspect of the play, whether it's an acting decision or sound, lights, uh, props. It's something that I've never had that the autonomy to do that. Being a stage manager is close to it because I'm that liaison between the cast and the production team, but being like the head of everything and foreseeing everything, it's it's been kind of just a little crazy uh, being sent and pulled different directions. Like, hey, I have a question about this. Um, what do you think? And I'm like, well, 
what do you think? Cause that's, that's how I, that's how I learn and how I teach. It's, I want you to bring your idea to the table and then we can take your idea and mesh it in with my idea to make it one big idea. I don't want to just fully scrap your imagination for what you want to also portray. Cause this is your element. This is something that you do. Um, and I'm just here as just the director to oversee everything. Um, and that's, I love, just love seeing how people think and how they envision their work. And um, I will say one of the best things in regards to like the challenges is also what comes out of it. So you get out as much as you put in. And one thing that I will say is that just watching everyone uh, from the actors to my production crew work and do their best in their positions, uh, it's it's this moment of like serenity that I have because I can see them working in their element. And it's like, we are a well-oiled machine, just knocking out everything, the pistons and everything are just moving and pumping through. It's such an honor, you know, to be able to lead a group of students in something like this, but you are a natural leader. It sounds like you're saying all the right things. You know, you're talking about the importance of having everybody else's feedback. I hope to see the production this weekend. You know, we have our big academic insight for the College of Arts and Sciences, but just talking to you, I'm sitting here thinking, wow, the fact that this is all student produced, right? Is it all student produced? Yes, it is. Well, that's amazing. And that would be something, you know, for people watching to say, hey, look at the amazing work our students at MSU are doing. Be because people look for those opportunities in college. Mm -hmm. So how has that been working with only students? You, you touched on it when you said you have to make the final decisions, but what has been the atmosphere? Because you're a senior, things are crazy, but overall the atmosphere of this being completely student produced? The, at, the atmosphere of it being student produced uh, has been nothing but lightheartedness. Uh, everyone, since, especially since we're students, you know, we tend to love burning that midnight oil. So even if we have questions in regards to the set or the production itself, you know, we don't have to wait to the next day to ask one of our uh, instructors um, because, you know, they have a bedtime that obviously would be a little earlier than ours. Um, so nine times out of 10, our answers can be, our, our questions can be answered that night. And then, so when we come in the next day, we already have the plan of action and we're just go ahead and knocking out everything. Um, and that's, that's one thing I will say I do love about the student produced, um, student producing part of it. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, what do you, so regarding the play specifically, what do you hope that the audience gains from seeing Pipeline? One uh, very important thing that I hope the audience gains from watching Pipeline is for everyone to just take notice of these certain disparities that certain groups of like minorities face in the uh, education system um, and just know that not everybody has that same level of opportunity as one another. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it, the play really comes at a perfect time with it being Black History Month and us celebrating Black History Month and Black people. Um, how do you think that the play specifically does this? So I really, really, really wanted to have a play during Black History Month. Um, and it was 
almost a struggle just to kind of just figure out the dates that we can use. And then especially the impromptu ice storm that we just had last week um, kind of had some of us on edge if the show could still go on. But my thing is, is that although within the play, although there are only six actors, um, because also when we're looking for plays, we have to find plays that are still, um, that are low in characters for COVID guidelines, because we can't have, you know, 30 people on the stage because that's just too many uh, variables happening. Um, so I found a play and it has six actors. Now, although there's six actors, this play is heavily prevalent with a minor minority cast. Um, and this is a show that I have um, in hopes of attracting more audiences and activity to theater MSU. As MSU is a school that does their best in working on and prolifically uh, improving their diversity and inclusion as a whole. Um, and I really just want to let people know that, hey, you don't have to be you know, a theater major. Um, I know that there's people out there who have done theater, who are interested in theater, but I want to, especially in regards to Black History Month, I want to open theater MSU's doors to other audiences as well. Um, especially speaking of the minority groups, because as of right now, we don't, we have a, a minority uh, presence in theater MSU, but it's not to where I would like it to be. I would like to have more students come in. So having plays that kind of resemble, you know, hey, they're on stage and they look like me. Um, I want that message to be sent out that you, you don't have to be afraid to just walk into McComas building and say, I would like to join theater or I would like to have some part of it. Um, it's always just about getting that word out. And like I said uh, earlier, this is my way of uh, using my voice um, in a theatrical way, but still communicating to the masses. That's so important. I'm glad you brought up that any student can join theater MSU. So mm -hmm. you are part of the theater department. So you, you get it from the academic standpoint and the extracurricular standpoint, but I'm really glad that you brought up that any student can participate. And that goes back to the importance of getting involved and how we want to spread the word that you could get involved in a lot of different areas. So what is one way that, and you've touched on this, that you hope to spread the word to other majors, just to you know, let them know that they can also get involved? Because the, there are a lot of students at MSU who just don't know that this option is available to them. So I do know that our instructors, they have the ability to send out uh, mass emails to different departments on campus. But from a student's perspective, it's really just going out onto campus and talking. Our main hotspot for information is always the drill field. Um, Passerbys can always just hand out flyers. We've had students uh, who have come to theater MSU and just for a semester, you know, they were mechanical engineers, something totally out of the range of theater. They were mechanical engineers and they wanted to do a play and now they have in mind of adding theater as a second major or even as a minor. Um, so, and one thing that with Theater MSU is that when it comes to auditions for any show, we don't play favorites. Um, there is no preset um, premonition of who is gonna be casted. I will say that um, even though I'm a theater major, 
I have the same opportunity and the same chance of getting a role as someone who is a mechanical engineer or who is, or who is a social worker or a vet tech. Um, it all just depends on what the director sees and what he or she likes. Mm -hmm. I, I want to kind of go back to um, what we were talking about a little earlier. You are so involved and such a leader on campus. So we, we talk about this on almost every episode about how Mississippi, Mississippi State really um, offers its students opportunities to grow and to learn as leaders so that we're not just great students, but we're great once we graduate with whatever our plans may be. So specifically within the College of Arts and Sciences and in the theater department, how do you feel like um, this, how do you feel like this college and your department um, has helped you grow in just in any aspect? Oh, this department has helped me grow a ton. Um, mainly speaking of, because coming into college, um, yes, I did have leadership positions in high school, but I also had, um, I was overseas in high school, so when I came to the States, it was very, very different. It's a, a whole culture shock. But one thing about uh, Theater MSU and that department of uh, communication is that if you walk into the building and you want to work or if you want to do something we will always say well grab a hammer you know and then that's how we connect and that's how we talk because while we're working we get to know one another and the instructors of the department have given me the ability to use my platform as a student to also engage others across campus um, they've given me skills of like delegation um, and, and leadership. I've been able to hone in on those skills as a person and just grow as an adult um, to the point where it's like, yes, they are my instructors, but they're also my mentors as well. Um, so even if I have questions, it's like open door policy. And that's one thing that I do love is the open door policy where it's like, you don't have to kind of just sit out there in the hall and wait. Um, even if you just show your face in the doorway, it's like, hey, go ahead, come on in, take a seat, let's talk. Um, and that's something that's really, really uh, imperative that I believe for students, just to be able to talk to that adult figure who has already been in our shoes um, and has gone through the process and is actually now teaching. I'm so glad you said that. That is the epitome of Mississippi State, the College of Arts and Sciences. You're making me want to go back to school here because I was a student in the Department of Communication for my undergrad degree. You're doing a great job. I hope every single person that listens to this podcast gets pumped. They're ready to get involved in areas that, you know, don't relate to their major and that they explore what's out there on campus for them. With the show being this weekend, give us the dates and the times that it is happening and then tell us how we can get tickets to the show. Okay, so the dates of the show are the 26th through the 28th of February. Um, the 26th and the 27th, the show date time is at 7.30 p.m. And the 28th is at 2 p.m. So that's more of a matinee. Um, the, 20, the 27th, actually, we will have ASL interpreters at the show. Um, so for the hearing impaired, they can also come and see the, the show as well. Um, tickets can be purchased on events or tickets.msstate.edu. Um, so one final question. 
Uh, I feel like you are very qualified to answer this because you're a senior <laughs> with all these positions and you've led so much and done so much on campus. What advice would you give current and prospective students? My advice that I would give is to just get out there, um, walk across campus or see what this school has to offer. There are so many organizations that you can be a part of for you to find your home um, that I don't, I, I'm a very firm believer in not staying in your dorm room. Um, just get out, you know, just see, because every day there's something different on campus that a student can see. Um, MSU is a place where students come, they're out of high school, but they're in that gray area of being an adult, but still relying on like parents. And so with like financials, but it's also a place for you to come and set your roots and grow as an adult yourself. Donovan, he's saying so many great things. I just feel like I keep having questions for him. <laughs> but like you said, just get out of your residence hall room, go out and do these things. How did you do that? How did you find Lab Rats? How did you find Theater MSU? Did you just show up at an interest meeting? Tell us how you did it. So, actually it was in one of my classes where a student had a uh, an excuse to uh, miss class because he was in one of the theater productions. So after class, I kind of like met with him and I said, hey, uh, you know, we're the same major, but you're also doing theater. How did, you know, how did that happen? Um, and then he just told me, he was like, they just, they put up flyers everywhere and flyers are, the residence halls are a huge uh, hotspot as well for flyers to go up, um, especially like the union, um, because that's just where a lot of activity is. Um, but he just said, just walked into Macomas building and asked for the theater department. And that's how, like, it's literally, it's just that easy um, with the theater department. If you want to get involved, just to go in, either if you see a student or someone who looks like faculty, just say, hey, can you point me in the direction of the, mainly the workshop? Um, because we have like these huge bay doors that we open up uh, sometimes when we're moving equipment on and off stage into the workshop. And that's the area where everybody, it's. That's where the best communication comes in. Mm -hmm. That's so true. We say it over and over again. Mississippi State and our colleges and our departments, they offer the opportunities. It's just a matter of going out and seeking them and using them mm -hmm. to the best of your ability. And Donovan, you're a perfect example of someone who has reached out for those opportunities and used them to further themselves, but also to help others. So I, I really admire that. And um, hopefully every student here on campus has that opportunity to do that. Thank you. I just want to say great job. I know this week is has been so busy, especially like you said, being being out last week. You're the director. You're the one completely in charge and you still took the time to talk to us today. And that <laughs> means a lot. <laughs> you know, you're furthering the mission and the importance of being a student in the College of Arts and Sciences. So thank you so much for taking time out of your week to meet with us. Thank you all uh, for having me on the podcast. I do. I really appreciate it. And thank you everyone for listening. We will see you all for episode 11.